Once again, welcome to Grace and Love Church. If you're visiting, welcome. Uh, welcome, Lisa, back. You're back. Welcome. God bless you. God bless everyone. <laughs> um, happy birthday to me. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Um, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's a gift for me to to be here with you guys. It's a privilege. This morning, my brother called me to wish me happy birthday, and um, Jeremiah made me cry because that's my nephew, if you don't know, Jeremiah. Because um, he sang happy birthday to me. It was the cutest thing in the world. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I came to church, and I went to go see him, and um, he, he sang it to me again live. So I got the live show also. It was pretty awesome. Um, I just have kind of like a, a couple thoughts for you today. Um, you're not going to make me work too hard on my birthday. So um, if you can turn your Bibles to First of Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse uh, verse 12 and 13. And when you have it, please say amen. I'm going to read the NLT version. And it's already up there. It's going to be a tough message today. As you can see, I'm just kidding. Um, you ready? Amen? All right. One person's ready. Let's read it. Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. Amen? All right. So uh, normally when, we, when I've heard messages in regards to these two verses here, I've heard, uh, you know, uh, preachers be sort of angry with folk and, you know, um, sort of try to make them honor the, the leaders, right? And, and Paul, as a father, is, is kind of talking to this church, and he's saying, look, honor those who lead you, and honor those who who do the, the hard work of the Lord's work among you and give you spiritual guidance, like honor them, show them great respect, you know, truly great respect and, and because of their work and, and live peacefully with each other. So normally when, when I've heard messages in regards to, you know, these, these two verses, I've heard just kind of like, um, you know, almost like a put down for the, for the people of God. And uh, I I'm personally have had a revelation of our Father, and our Father is not like that. Amen? So um, today, I just kind of want to share uh, a Father's heart with you, kind of share a little bit of, of what's on my heart as the pastor of this church, and to share with you, um, you know, why we do what we do as a church, why we get together, why is it important to grow, so... Three words that you're going to hear, maybe four words that you're going to hear uh, a lot in our church is you're obviously going to hear grace and love. You're going to hear that all the time, right? Amen. So you're going to hear about God's grace. You're going to hear about God's love. Uh, last week, yeah, last week I preached the message on connection. You're going to hear about connecting. You're going to hear about all of that stuff. You're going to hear about transformation in this church because we strive to be transformed as the Bible calls us to be, Right be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Amen? So um, what's important here when Paul is speaking to this church, it's not so much what they do as a church towards the leadership. 
It's more of what they're doing in their heart towards the Father. Um, when we live our lives for God, we want to follow him to, to the, the, the specific mission that he's put in our life. Amen. So it's not like I'm following men necessarily. Uh, I'm following men necessarily directly. I'm following God directly and men indirectly. Amen. So when we look at leadership, we should see something in leadership that wants us to honor and respect them. What I what I tell the couples, the the married couples, all the time is, uh, especially the men. I go after the men. Because, you know, for such a long time, men have either been absent or, or too much, like, you know, like machismo. You guys know what that is, right? So I go after the men and I tell them, in marriage, in a relationship, it's always the husband that should initiate. It's always the husband who should be the leader and the example. And the wife can respond to that by following, by honoring her husband. Now, when a husband doesn't do it, yes, you know, the, the Bible calls the wife to be the example, yes. But if I have you in front of me and you're a man and you're a husband, I'm going to tell you, you be the initiator just like Jesus was to the church. Jesus took it upon himself to give his life, to sacrifice his life for his beloved. Do you understand? And so it's the, the job of the husband to do the same thing. It's the job of leadership to do the same thing. Leadership can't expect people to follow and honor and respect when they don't. When, when leadership is not serving, is not connected, is not involved with people, is not hearing them, is not uh, affectionate, is not, you know, listening, is not good ears, is, is, it doesn't have an open mind to people, they're judgmental, they're pushed off, they're, people are not going to honor and respect. People don't honor and respect just because you tell them to. People honor and respect because they've been honored and respected before. That's how God, that's how Jesus works. Jesus didn't come to earth and say, I came here so you can serve me. Actually, he said quite the opposite. And he just didn't say it. He showed it. He showed it towards other people where he washed their feet. He healed them. He heard them. He had compassion. It says that he was so tired once, he, he had to leave and be with his father for a while. And, and you know, that's important to be alone with God. And then he says that he came and then saw the people and had compassion for them. You know, thousands of people. And he healed everyone that was sick. It didn't matter if it was his birthday. He was there to serve. He was there to, to, to have compassion, to bless the people. That's what's important in leadership. If you want to be in leadership, you got to go down. You got to go down in order for God to bring you up. You can't want to be in leadership and be up because God is going to bring you down. He says that he gives grace to the humble but rejects the proud. If we are prideful, if we are, if we're thinking we're more than what we are, then God's going to humble us in a very nice way. He'll do it because he's a good father, but he will. But if we humble ourselves and we become subservient and we say, I'm here for you. Then people will respond. I understand you can't take on the whole world. I can't. 
You know, I can't take on the whole world's problems. You know when all, right now is kind of calm. Maybe the political world is crazy right now. But for a moment there, the new, I thought, we're done. Jesus is coming. I'm just, right now, you know, like it was bad news, terrorism. You know, it was everything. It was like, wow, we got to pray for hashtag every country in the world. And, you know. So for a while, it was, it was pretty bad. And, and you can get discouraged in that. But I think what happens is when we focus into what we're called to do in this, in, on this earth, and we're called to serve people, and we're called to connect with people and be a family with people, you know, that, that family thing is such a key thing in, in, our, in our church here, but it should be in every church, and the church of Jesus Christ is a family, it is a family. It's not a organization. Uh, it's not a business. It's not, you know, it, it's not just somewhere you go to. You don't go to church. You are the church. You're part of the family of Jesus Christ. You should feel loved. You should feel good. Amen? Being around your brothers and sisters should be good. Not, not every time, 100% of the time, because that would be ridiculous because you're dealing with people amen but for most of the time at least you should feel good you should feel like you you can go to the person that has offended you without fear of being more offended you ever had a relationship with someone and you think that person offended me but if i go to them i'm probably going to get offended some more so i'm just not going to even go there right but when you have relationships that can hurt you, but you can fix it, that's real love. I heard someone say, you can only love as much as you can be hurt. Like if you love someone intimately and a lot and, and you love them and you give them all, that means they really have an insight into your life and they can hurt you. They can say something to hurt you really bad. That's why married couples know exactly what to say. When they're arguing, amen, or couples, they know exactly what button to push. If I say this, I know. And then, you know, Cynthia and I have done that extreme fellowship, you know, extreme community, extreme connection at home. And, and we say things, and then later on we're like, yeah, I just said that because I wanted to get you mad, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> you made me mad, so I said that. Because we know exactly what to say because we have intimacy, we have connection. There's things we know about each other that, woo! would ruin us if we, like, you know, Facebook them or something. So when Paul is asking the church here, when Paul is asking the church, dear brothers, honor, and he's not talking about leadership that's honestly judgmental and hateful and not caring. Because Paul didn't train people like that. Because he, he sent these pastors to these different churches. And he didn't train people that way. And so leadership should be the most involved, the, the serving the most, there the most, listening the most, asking you how you are the most. And so if you want to do that, if you want to be a part of that, if you want to lead people, you, you want to, you know, be a leader, you, you should want to be a servant first to, to the people. And now, just a, a side note, what you do is not your identity, okay? 
like position and leadership. That's not your identity. Your identity is that you're a son and a daughter. Okay? So I can stop being a pastor today. It would hurt. I, I love this. You know, I've been called for this. But I would never stop being a son. The positions aren't really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about having a heart to serve others. By the way, the, the team yesterday did an awesome job. Let's give them a hand. <clears throat> That's what serving others is about. Like you could put a, an event together and see people have a good time. That should fill your heart. Amen? And we played that game. My stomach still hurts from running into people. We played this game where you, if you weren't there, we played this game called Numbers, where if you call, like there's a group of people and you call out the number three, you have to hug two other people and make a group of three. If you get left out, then you're out of the game. And I know that's not very community-like, but it is a game. So, but that's what Paul is talking about to, to his, his, this church here. He's talking about honor and respect these leaders wholeheartedly. Well, because they serve you. He knows if there were some, some idiots leading this church right here, no offense to anyone, um, he wouldn't say that to them. He would, he would send a letter to the leadership there and say, hey, y'all doing this wrong. I didn't teach you to do like this. I didn't teach you to treat people like trash. That's not what I taught you. He would do that. But since he has good leadership, he can tell the people, hey, man, you know, your leaders are working hard. Honor them and respect them. So it's, it's both. There's no, there's no dividing line. We're all family just with different roles. Amen? Now, are we always accessible? Maybe not. But there might be someone around you that is. Amen? So that's what Paul is saying. And my heart, my heart today is that you would, that you would get that you would understand that, that you would understand that type of community, that it's healthy, that, that you would have healthy uh, view of church and family uh, in Christ, and, and that if you've been hurt, that you would let that stuff go, and that, that you would give yourself, if, if even if I've made mistakes, because I'm sure I have, that you would forgive me, and that we can talk maybe if I have, and, and we can move past it. You know, I, I'm not a man without flaws or or mess ups like I mess up all the time just ask my wife she'll tell you (laughs) and it says in verse 13 which I love show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other I think it's almost like a response of good family good family the parents are helping the family the kids are you know respecting and and honoring the parents and they live in peace with each other amen what an awesome sight of family everything that that god does not everything but a a lot of what god does is a representation of what we're gonna be like in heaven all right adam and eve was a sign of family um you know, him and, and Israel, his, his children, his, the chosen ones, and then he obviously chose us, him and the church, you know, leadership in the church, with the church, all of it has to do with how heaven is going to look like when we're there live and we're all like one family, eating together, drinking together. Yes, we're going to do that in heaven. We're going to do what we want. 
Amen. It's heaven. Um, so that's my heart for us today, that we would get that, that we would understand that, that, um, that leadership, if you want, if you want it, then serve. And, and that if they are serving, that you would honor and respect them and love them. And that's, that's what uh, leadership is about. It's about serving others. It's about honoring and respecting each other. That's family. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Grace and Love podcast. We hope you were blessed by this message. If you have a prayer request, we would love to hear from you. Please feel free to contact us. And if you're in the LA area, we would love to meet you. We have services Sundays at 2 p.m. and Fridays at 8 p.m. We are located at 1900 Medford Street, Montebello, California, 90640. Thanks again, and God bless you.